left as I keep on walking Ain't no stopping in this dirty, filthy, rotten, nasty little world we call a home They get Mickey's popping, ain't no option for my partner So they resort to scams and robbing Take away stress, we gone, just copping Blow it all out, it's all forgotten Hey yo, what's going down? It is your humble host, Evan Savvy Hey, it's been a minute, but I'm back in it I'm here I'm sorry I was gone, y'all <laughs> I didn't mean to go on hiatus, but it was a bunch of things that compiled at once that hit me at the same time. So I really needed to take a step back, get myself together before I really came back into podcast shape or whatever. I apologize for not communicating it, though. I'm horrible. I'm one of those bad texters, too. You know that saying? People like, oh, well, you text the people you want to text. No, I'm, I'm still bad at it. I'm horrible at that shit, man, but that's not an excuse. I'm not going to do that again without warning, at least. Before I take another hiatus, I will communicate, so I apologize. You know, like Kendrick Lamar. I've been going through something. Be afraid. I was blessed enough to get a birthday present, uh, some Kendrick Lamar concert floor seats. A great present. My nigga Mike, thank you so much. I enjoyed that Kendrick Lamar concert. That hoe was fucking live. K and I came out there like Michael Jackson. He had the outfit, he had the glove and everything. But he killed it. He killed it. I enjoyed it. I was moshing, got all that shit out. Let me just say this. I have been to multiple concerts, multiple festivals I've been talking about on here. The Toyota Center is the most unorganized shit that I've been to out of all the other ones. Rolling Loud, I went to 420 Fest in Denver. I didn't tell y'all about that one. Dreamville Fest. All these concerts, all these festivals had like quintuple the amount of people that were at the Toyota Center for this Kendrick Lamar concert. They are so fucking unorganized because they don't have multiple entrances. When I get there, I'm finding out information that wasn't in the fucking ticket information. Well, Because I, I had floor, right? So it's floor standing. So I get in there and like, oh, well, you got floor standing. You got to go this way now. Thank God I got there early. If I didn't get there early, I would have been fucked. The line was wrapped around the building, and then it was so unorganized to the point where people was just walking up and getting in because the line would go to this unorganized shit, and then people would just go and float in. Now, I will say something funny did happen. This white bitch did try to skip me and a few other people, and she was trying to, like, plead her case, but she just didn't want to wait. Well, while she's coming up, one of the guys' security see her purse, and they say, oh, your purse is too big. So she just nodded her head. She was like, oh, fine. So she had to get out the line. I was like, karma, bitch. But the good Lord fought my battle. I didn't have to worry about that. And I was like, cool. <laughs> Outside of that, it was Kung Fu Kenny. It was Mr. Morale. Killed it. Baby Keem did a great job, too. And Tana Leon, who is a new artist. I'm starting to tap in because of that. But I had a fucking amazing time. Big step was K-Dot between him and J. Cole. I don't know. I might have to go see K-Dot one more time. Cause I enjoyed it that much and it may be another five years before we see this nigga again. <laughs> but first things first, man, since we back, since the kid is back in this bitch, who won the goddamn motherfucking NBA finals? Can somebody help me? Oh, it was those light skinned niggas. Mm. Go to state. I told y'all and I told y'all. Now, if you did follow me, I did still post and say golden state in six i did not expect boston to knock the bucks out of there like that but let me tell you i did enjoy the finals this year i really do hope jason tatum comes back with a vengeance and you come back angry 
you know, be pissed that you lost and people will talk a shit on your name. You know what I'm saying? Kobe and all the greats that you can think of, your mentor, had all this bullshit said towards them, man. He rose through all that adversity. They had all this type of shit. So I want to see Jason Tatum come through all this. And despite what the fuck just happened, I still like it. I really do like Boston. I love that program that they have there. And I do feel like that team will get a championship. Wasn't the finals this year way more fucking enjoyable to actually watch? You got to see a comeback player in Klay Thompson come through with the Golden State. And fun fact, they'd never been to the finals without Klay. The moment that Klay came back, they went right back to the finals. Fucking awesome. Amazing finals. Curry got everything he deserved this year. Finals MVP. Like, he finally got that motherfucker. Got the monkey off his back, what have you. So now you could really argue for him being one of the top guys to ever play in the NBA. We already knew that, but uh, they really starting to do top 10 conversations, which is uh, well-deserved in my opinion. I feel like we're still going to see more come from all that. But now that all that's out of the way, have y'all ever just ran across some news articles that just pissed you the fuck off like the headline? It just like, triggered something. It just pissed you smooth. You're like, what the? Like, what the fuck? Are you fucking serious? Nah, nigga, like, nah, nah. You, you know, you ever had one of those? <laughs> well, I did. I fucking did. And I remember reading my phone. Black Lives Matter organization buys swanky million dollar mansion in California. I will give the media this. They know how to piss you off. <laughs> they do. They do. If you just fall for a headline, you will just fall for a narrative. Started reading the articles, everything that was going on with that. And I got so lost in it. I had to call one of my mentors. So I called him and I asked him about the situation. I said, you know, and he explained a lot of things to me over my mind about it. And after that conversation with him, he's challenged. Well, he didn't you know, immediately do it, but through that challenged me to be better at my research. How can I look at information better and put out more quality information? And he broke it down. This is a matter of your sources. It's who you're looking. You gotta pay attention to certain things. And he opened my mind up to a lot of different ways to how to research so i've gotten better with it now with all that being said it is true the black lives matter organization did buy a mansion in california that was worth a pretty penny so in october 2020 the black lives matter global network foundation often abbreviated as blm gnf or everybody knows them just blm spent about six million dollars and donated funds in a luxurious estate in studio city an upscale Los Angeles neighborhood. Now, the stuff that I'm about to just lay out to you guys, these are just what I have been reading. Please talk back to me about this shit because I didn't know how to feel about it. While I get through all this, just walk with me. So the abbreviations are actually important. BLM is the movement for modern civil rights. BLM GNF is a separate entity that's run by various people and has its own connections. Sadly, that's who've been collecting most of the funds. Reading that, I'm like, okay, what's going on with the funds, right? What are we doing with this money, right? Like, you want to have faith that they're doing the best possible things that they can do, right? They closed this all-cash deal for this house five months after George Floyd's murder. 
uh, February 2021, uh, the financial documents from BLM revealed that the organization raised more than 90 million in 2020 alone. So Sean Campbell of the New York Magazine, which I'm gonna give credit where credit is due, uh, was the one that was breaking the story um, pretty early before it really got out about the mansion but they were the first ones to come through with it. The document that the BLM GNF filed with the federal government and IRS form 990 breaks down the financial activity between July 1st, 2020 and June 30, 30th, excuse me, 2021. George Floyd had just been murdered in Minneapolis and donors gave the nonprofit nearly 77 million during the uh, fiscal year. It spent nearly 38 million with about 26 million in grants going to other activist groups, Black Lives Matter chapters, and other social justice causes. By summer 2021, the organization had 42 million remaining in assets. The report also reflects how BLM GNF has often operated in ways that trouble experts in nonprofit compliance. According to the 990, BLM GNF had few permanent staff for a group of its reach, listing 49,000 volunteers and just two employees. The board had a single voting member during the fiscal year. Patrice Cullors, a co-founder of BLM, who served as executive director until May 2021. Under Cullors' leadership, BLM GNF relied heavily on outside consultants and often paid large sums to individuals in leadership positions or with family connections. According to the filing, Bowers' consulting firm was paid more than $2.1 million during the accounting period. Conceptualizing this, you had 49,000 volunteers and you had two paid people on payroll, but they were family and was listed as security at a mansion. This don't look right. Let me continue before I go and give my opinion, right? So, Lord Hitoshi Mayer, a professor at the University of Notre Dame Law School who specializes in nonprofits, stated, there are lots of transactions with businesses that have ties to the former founder and executive director, and charities aren't prohibited from engaging in business with insiders or people related to insiders, but naturally, those transactions receive more scrutiny. Two things that stood out the most to Professor Lloyd were, there isn't evidence of a bidding process in place to prevent the appearance of conflicts of interest, and the board appears too small to adequately oversee an organization with such a large level of assets and a focus of such high national importance. 10 city chapters banded together to speak out against the organization's lack of financial transparency in November 2020, and New York Magazine revealed the mansion was bought earlier this year with donor money, causing a lot of backlash and mistrust from the inside. Well, no shit. A lot of stuff with BLM, you have to look it up, right? Like it's not just out there and very tangible for you to see. You have to really dig to see what's going on. And what they do to piss you off is make this a headline. So you don't hear that much, but let's push the fact that they just bought a mansion in California. Let's just throw that out there <laughs> in California of all places. So that's a lot of state tax money on top of that mansion anyway. So even though it was barely known colors, a founding member used it for shooting videos on her YouTube channel and through private parties, including one for her son. So, to my understanding, they threw a party when Biden was elected and later on she threw a private party for her son. Um, they justified the mansion purchase as a creative space and a safe house when people were receiving death threats and anything else along those lines. So they were saying that it's a creative space for black people. Did you know that we had a creative space available to us? Not at all. Yo, Manny, did you know that we had a creative space available to us? Uh, <laughs> like, this is my initial thought when 
I got done reading all of this information that I regurgitated to y'all. I was like, man, motherfucker, dog. Man, it, the old saying is true. You can't do business with niggas and Christians. Like, what the fuck, dog? You want to believe in these niggas and they do this shit. But again, in that anger, I had to pause because I realized something's up. You know what they're doing on the other side. They're trying to say, oh, look what they're doing with your money. Da, da, da. Well, if it was embezzlement and if it was something that they were doing illegal with the money like that, they would have already been done with. The feds would have been on their ass with that type of money. For instance, you can look this up. There was a guy, a Trump supporter, and the only reason why I'm saying that is because he was promoting and campaigning that he was doing stuff for the wall. So he had GoFundMe, he had a lot of money sent to him, and they found out that he was using it on themselves and the feds was on his ass. So they do that to his ass. I'm more than sure if they had the cause, they would have exposed a lot of that shit for what it is. Or maybe we're in the process of seeing them be exposed. It's just frustrating. At the end of the day, regardless of how it looks, to see this type of money being spent on that and not knowing the other stuff that's been done now for me to say that they did nothing positive with that money would be misleading what i believe you have an organization that blew up you received all this money and didn't know what to do with it my issue with all this is the lack of transparency i have never bought anything blm and of course i use the hashtag blm because black lives do matter that's not even a controversial statement i'm black every motherfucking day i buy black this is not a trend for me with that being said would you invest your money in something that you don't know what you're investing into which is why i never did they're not transparent at all with what they're doing or what's going on and to see that they actually have been called out for it which i mentioned earlier it's like, dude, I'm not about to buy or support any of this stuff. And then you see this, and it more so feels like it reinforces exactly my initial thought of not supporting this bullshit. That's what I want to say. I'm going to lay back, to be quite honest. I'm going to sit back and watch it all unfold with you. But I'm not going to sit here like I'm not frustrated because I'm fucking frustrated that does not look good and when you look at everybody else who was in the culture doing it and trying to progress for the better they were not in it for the money money was the last thing the ones that should have got paid didn't get paid malcolm martin you know they got awards and stuff like that but they never really did shit with money there's a lot of things i could go into but if you say you want to lead black people, then you need to have that type of personability with them at the same time. You have to be good. You cannot do shady practices and expect the people to keep supporting you after. It's going to create that mistrust because this is what what the fuck happened as it blew up. But like I said, if we're in the midst of seeing them be exposed, that would be some crazy shit. And I don't even want to think about what that would do for the community as a whole. But as of right now, from the outside looking in, just from the stats and people running with headlines, yeah, they took an L. And that's not going to look good going forward. I want to wait and see how this develops before I develop any final jurisdictions on them. Keep your eyes on it. Grab your popcorn. Promise I'll be all right. I've been placing my value off relevance in your life. Promise I'll be okay. Tell me that I'll be straight. Honestly, this been feeling like some shit that I can't shake. I need power to be present. Teach me how to stop deflecting every time you show affection. See my ego.
ego break to pieces every time I stand corrected Hate I gotta bump my head to fully understand the lesson Part of my progression is knowing I should forgive you Got this blanket full of lies to cover up how much I miss you Running from my issues, don't give me your praises Just want you to know that even heroes still need saving So tell me who gon' save me, that's why I'm always saying Thank you if you made it through that You know if you make it to this part I really fucks with you Uh yeah, man, I had my boy itching over here, D-Mac, when I was <laughs> going. So, what's on your mind, brother? How you been? I've been black, blessed, and highly favored, my boy. Amen. Amen to that. <laughs> Amen to that. Welcome back to the Lighthouse. We miss you. We love you. We, we appreciate all the love, all the concern, all anybody that was asking, trying to figure out what we was at, what we was doing. We appreciate you. We just had to take a little hiatus because... Mental health is important. <laughs> you know, we have to get ourselves together. We got life stuff going on, you know? Yeah, a few things happen. You feel me? So So again, man, trusting the kid. Go to state, baby. Fuck out of here. Here you go. <laughs> you should see him on, on social media. Hang on, man. Y'all can't tell me I did call. I even called the finals career. I was like, Golden State in six. And if you took what I said, you got paid just like I did. Oh, man, when I saw that shit, I was like, come on. I wouldn't even worry. I saw Curry go crazy in game four. I wouldn't even worry anymore. I was like, oh, this is going to be in six. Ain't no way. Ain't no motherfucker. He called way. it, but I ain't trying to hear that shit. <laughs> <laughs> called I, it on the money. I'll admit it. Shit. He called it. He called I just don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> nah, it was good. I was, it was shaky, man. All those injuries, it was looking shaky, baby. I didn't. I was like, oh, man. I'm going to lose my credibility, and I just started. <laughs> Jason Tatum, what happened, bro? Man, what's up? What happened? I feel like it was just it was his first time there. Mm. It's just the turnovers again. I feel like it's just rookie mistakes, but he made it at a young age. You know what that's like. Y'all have a great program in Boston, and I can't wait for the fucking NBA. See, I can't believe I'm saying it's been a long time since I've been able to say I'm excited for another NBA season. But right. goddamn it, right. it looks fucking good. Right. I'm interested in the Donovan Mitchell situation. The KD situation, I feel like he's going to stay in Brooklyn. Honestly, God, I feel like he's going to stay in Brooklyn for right now and get up. It's not really going to be 100% his choice it, anyway. If you ask me, if I'm being completely frank, I would love to see him go with Dane in Portland. Mm. That makes sense. That's what I'll be saying. As, as a basketball shit. fan, I would love to see that. In reality... Only a few teams can afford what Brooklyn is asking for for KD. But see, when you talk about Kevin Durant, you gotta talk about um, you gotta talk about my boy too. That's that's, that's yeah. You gotta, that's that's gonna come up play a decision anyway. It's not a coincidence. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is going to the Lakers. And 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 Russell Westbrook is going to Brooklyn. I don't know why we pretend like that's not for to happen. It, well, God knows where. I really don't know. But the top two that I, I think. From the uh, charcuterie board of teams right now that he has to pick from is <laughs> Brooklyn and San Antonio. I don't know. It's going to be San Antonio because they're trying to tank. They've been passing around that boy contract like a blunt. Yeah, <laughs> Nobody wants that shit, man. So what is it, Seattle and Vegas now? Are they feel to come through? How you feel about that? I think it's Vegas. I know Seattle for sure, but I think Vegas won't, won't, trying to get them. If team you team. want me to be completely fucking honest, Seattle should have never lost their team in the first fucking Facts. place. 
why did y'all take that team away? Why couldn't y'all just add a fucking team? And y'all talking about y'all want more expansion. Well, why in the fuck didn't you just add more fucking states? You could have just still added OKC in Vegas a long time ago because it's not act like Vegas wasn't asking for a team for fucking years. Years. That's what happened now, though. That y'all are idiots. Y'all should have did that, and y'all should have never took away the fucking Seattle Supersonics. I don't know what the fuck the problem was. Well, let's be clear. Vegas is going to get a team before Seattle get a point. Dude, Vegas, both Vegas teams are going to win in this decade. Because it's fucking Vegas. Right. Y'all can mark my words. I don't mind if I'm even wrong about that. Both Las Vegas Raiders and the Vegas whatevers (laughs) from basketball, they gonna win a fucking title. The bum ass Raiders, like we like the NFL like in like tickets purchase. I just saw that like this week. No, that's fair. They got the money. (laughs) We all know what goes down in motherfucking Vegas. Shout out to the motherfucking Houston Rockets. Great fucking draft. Drafting well. Got a fucking playmaker in Ty Ty Washington. Got their own wing defender in um, Eason. Mm-hmm. And got the big man that I thought that they should got. I, I like Paolo, but I love Jabari. The only thing Paolo has more is the NBA body, and he has to handle but Jabari can develop, and that boy got a game on him. I, I had to. With that length, he, sh- he can guard all five like positions. Listen, man. The Rockets are drafting well, and I like that it's under Steven Silas. He gets a whole new try. You know, you get a whole new try. So I'm like, good man, because you finally hire a black man to be coach, and everybody leaves. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then we always oh, the worst team league. Like, well. Well, Everybody you, just fucking left. You know, a lot of people in Houston. He did. A lot of people in Houston not feeling homeboy though. You have to win. You yeah. can't. You can't have a team regardless because nobody is gonna give a fuck about what's going on. They're gonna look at the stat sheet at the end of the night and see L next to the Houston Rockets, and they see enough of those, and they're like, mm, "Fuck this guy." Mm. They don't care about what's going on or having to develop people and having to wait and be patient and not really. No Houston fan wants to come to grips that we're in a fucking rebuild. Right. And anime news, baby. This the part. Oh, this is for me. All right. We got a lot of shit coming up, and I'm ready for it. Black Clover in final season. Almost. Ready for that shit. So I'm ready for that to wrap up. We got Jujutsu Kaisen on the motherfucking way. In America, we're still waiting on the Dragon Ball movie, even though they talking shit about it. I don't like the CGI either. I personally believe 2D will always be better because 3D, at some point in time, we're going to reach a point where motherfuckers on YouTube are going to make better quality than Hunter Hunter, holy shit. About fucking time. And it's been out a long last time? Yeah, it's been out since about, I want to say the 80s. Damn. It's been out for a long time. But they're finally finishing it, people. But I think they not talk about this already. You might have, and, and honorable shout out to Bleach coming in what two months? Oh yeah, the thousand year. Blow. Look, I don't care how you feel about it, man. The rest of us are excited. We've been waiting on it since high school. Enjoy well, it. it I feel like it's still gonna let you down. Uh, <laughs> did you read the manga though? I I know about the manga. You I know what happened. It, you didn't read it. Though. I know what happened. But you didn't read it. No, because okay then. Because we don't even know why it's called Bleach. Can any of you niggas answer that? Absolutely not. Okay, well right. until y'all can answer that, <laughs> I have don't no come idea. to me with Bleach. I have no idea why it's called Bleach. But I read half of the Thousand Year War, and if they anime, if they just just copy and paste, it's gonna be alright. 
They should. Well, all they gotta do is copy and paste. We'll see. I do know that in the manga it was rushed. But don't get me wrong. I'm gonna still go ahead and watch it. I just gotta be real with y'all. <laughs> I just gotta be real. I just, I just hate how. To be honest, to clear this up, because I had some other people tell me I hate Bleach. Like I don't hate Bleach. I just don't think it's a good anime. But I don't hate Bleach. It has a lot of great things about it. There were a lot of fucking cool shit. The music, the artwork, hell, a lot of the fight scenes was fucking timeless. It does hold a place in my heart. I loved a lot of construction of Bleach. I just feel like it hit a fucking cliff. And I was like, what the fuck? It should have ended out of eyes, and I'll admit that. So, yeah, man, that's the podcast. I appreciate everybody tuning in and making it all the way through. Don't worry. Um, I wasn't on complete hiatus not doing shit at all. I got some interviews lined up. <laughs> I had to get other things together. My birthday passed. Um, thank y'all for the birthday love. I did a few trips. And like I said, a few other things kind of hit me in the face at the same time. I just really wasn't prepared for it like BLM. Um, outside of that, I'm coming with some heat. And I can't wait to actually put these out, man. So I'm back. I apologize for the hiatus, but don't worry about it. I'm going to do better. <laughs> Thank you if you made it through. If you like it, leave a review. Share with a friend or two. Don't homie, me. Be the homie. You could quote me. Just quote me. I have been your humble host, Evan Savvy. Catching up to you lately Been a couple months since I told you it's over Caught me up guard when I saw you last week Oh so tough but you bluffed when you had me Saying my ex like my name ain't Steve Gave you a chance and some dopamine Safe to say after me you peeped Still again
finally found it. <laughs>